I just had an epiphany moment around my biggest discipline mistake in 2023, and I want to share it with you guys, because I bet a lot of us are making this same mistake. And no, this episode has nothing to do with rest more, wake up earlier, channel your inner Goggins. We, as always, here on Styles Coaching, are talking simple, practical steps, how we can build discipline into our identity to help create a life that feels truly good to us. Welcome back to Well With Michelle, where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scramble, rushed, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community, while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. Happy 2024, my friends. It's so nice to see you back here. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me for another year. I have a goodie for you, and this podcast is obviously coming out on a Monday, January 1st, because I was out on a walk, and I had an epiphany moment. So let me tell you a little bit of the backstory of where this all came from. So November and December were not it for me. I was depleted, overworked, and just honestly really not happy with the way things were going. Now, I have a high tolerance for work. I've got a lot of energy to go about life. But the work and the environment that I was in were just draining me. Now, what was making this all even more tough was that there was a lack of sleep. We had some shifts in our house and it's caused some really early morning wake-ups. I'm talking 3 a.m. We've had lots of sleep interruptions and we know this. The less that we sleep, the less we have a tolerance to handle life as it comes at us. So we've got this shaky foundation of no sleep. Then both my partner and I were taking on a lot of work and having to do it at weird hours and a higher volume. Even we were still being so intentional to make space for the Christmas season, you know, going to see the Christmas lights or, you know, doing our family events, which were so special. But when you're there and your eyes are physically watering because you're so exhausted, it doesn't even feel joyful anymore. You're making cookies and all you want to do is sit down. That's something that I love to do. I love to bake at Christmas. And all I wanted to do was sit down. My legs were just so tired from standing. So it gets into that pattern of just ticking boxes. Now really where I'm leading with this is how much my business suffered during November and December. And I was really disappointed with myself with that because, for one, I took on some extra work knowing that it was going to be a bit too much. But I also knew that it was a temporary um, on-taking. It was really essential I did it. People's jobs were at stake if I didn't. It was something that I could do and it was going to be a good learning experience for the temporary So I 100% got myself into this situation and I recognized that it was going to be a lot when I was getting into it, but what I didn't do well was manage it once I was in the thick of it, which is one of my points I'm going to get into later on. It's not enough to know 
where you misstep, where you get overwhelmed, where you tend to lack discipline. It's not, it's a great starting point to recognize that those are your triggers. Those are your missteps, but we also have to have a tangible plan following those missteps. Otherwise you just recognize those missteps. You feel like crap because you keep making the same mistakes over and over again. And you've got the awareness to recognize you're doing it, but not the knowledge of how to change the pattern. So we're going to get into that a little bit further down. Just going to finish up this story here. Then throughout the holidays, the sleep schedule was insane, which is totally fine. I want to build a life that it doesn't matter what my sleep schedule is during the holidays because I take such excellent care of myself the rest of the year. But since I had not been taking good care of myself through November through December, I couldn't enjoy myself fully in letting myself go during the holidays in the way of not being worried about my sleep schedule or being worried that I wasn't taking care of my health enough because I didn't have that strong, stable foundation. I was going in on a really rocky base. So fast forward to today and my partner and I were taking a nap because we've both been so depleted and that's not normal for us. And I really wanted to get back at it full tilt today. And I woke up from my nap and I had this epiphany moment where I said to myself, it's not motivation, it's discipline. I use this line all the time. If you're over on Styles Coaching on Instagram with me, you're used to hearing this, but I often relate it to working out. I have a background in personal training. I am someone that has gone to the gym consistently for 12 years. Now it is such a deeply engraved habit that even through November and December, when I was so tired, it was a non-negotiable. I went to the gym anyway. I went on my walk every night anyway. It didn't matter that I was tired. It didn't matter that there was a lot on my plate. I still did it because it's not motivation. It's discipline. Were my workouts as strong as they could have been? No. Did I have to sometimes pull my own hand out the door to go for my walk in the dark in December? Yes, but it's not motivation. It's discipline. I knew that me showing up and going to the gym and going for those walks were going to serve me more than the effort it was going to take for me to avoid doing those things. I knew I was going to have more energy, more confidence, less brain fog, more connection to mama earth, more peace by taking those actions. So then I twisted that and I thought, no, Michelle, it's not motivation. It's discipline on your business. Yes, you were tired. Yes, you had a lot going on, but you still made time for the gym. Why couldn't you make time for your business? And it shows us how we make excuses and exceptions for certain areas of our lives. And then we have structure in other areas. We wonder why we're not getting what we want, where we want to be. But if we really take a moment to look at the inconsistency, this was a mind blowing mistake I made. So I got the heck out of bed and I went, took myself on a walk and I thought, okay, what do you do in every other scenario to not rely on motivation, but rather rely on discipline because you're a habits and discipline coach. You are really good at this. So as I'm talking about my business through this podcast, I want you to insert whatever is relevant to you, whether that's getting your fitness on track, whether it's building your dream career, 
whether it's reaching travel goals, getting your health straight, whatever it is, if we wait for things to be perfect, we will be waiting our whole life. Honestly, think of it this way. You're really tired. You're really depleted. You're having a week, but your children are hungry. Are you just not going to feed them because you're having a week? No, you're absolutely going to feed those sweet angel babies because they need it. Your why is that I am their caretaker and that is my duty. So really recognizing where am I holding myself back? Where am I relying on motivation where it needs to be discipline? Here are two condensed points of how you can get out of this pattern, how you can remain consistent on discipline instead of motivation. So number one, remind yourself of why you are doing this. So here's my why for my business. Because when I get off calls with my clients and, you know, maybe they've worked through something they've been stuck on, they speak up for their needs Maybe they get clarity on their purpose in life. It genuinely feels like it could, I could just explode from joy. Whether I get off the call and cry, whether I get off the call and laugh, I will have an energy based on whatever experience I just had with my clients. Seeing people build a life that feels truly good to them, where they come off of autopilot, And they just feel that, and you know, in that feeling where you just feel like you're being dragged behind life's bus, you're not in control. Someone else is running your life and you're just holding on for dear life behind. But instead they are learning to drive their Barbie dream car in the direction of what they most desire. The, The privilege, the privilege of having a sliver of my client's time to serve and create some magic That's my why for my business. So when I have these moments of, oh, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not motivated to go make an impact today. I need to remind myself of that why. What else? Another part of the why. There's so many parts of the why of my business. I have a lot of dreams that a traditional nine to five will never fulfill for me personally, because that's my journey. In no way am I suggesting that a nine to five is not the perfect answer for people. It's just not my perfect answer. Because I have so much to give, I have time, I have energy, I have encouragement, I have a capability of calling out the truth. This is something my trainees always say. I'm the queen of tough love because they know how much I care and I want them to succeed And I don't let them get away with less than what they're capable of. Another part of my why for my business. On a personal side, my business is so important to me because it fills my cup. It is my purpose. And it allows my partner and I to create a life that's just aligned for us. That includes travel. That includes remote work. That doesn't have us following status quo based on what has always been done, because that just doesn't work for us. It doesn't feel like it is our good life. So we're choosing to build something different. Do you see what that why is? You've got to get crystal clear on what your why is for where you are finding yourself relying on motivation and not showing up based on discipline. 
So get in check with your why on your fitness, on your health, on your goals, on your dreams, on your business, on your travel plans. Why is this so important to you? And two wonderful things will come of that. Number one, it's going to be the reason that you continue to show up because you have a powerful why that you are connected deeply to. Or number two, you're going to recognize that you don't actually have a why. That's something that you've always heard you should want to do. I always heard that people have an amazing time traveling Australia for a year. I don't actually want to live in a hostel and do that. I don't actually really like the heat and the thought of spiders really scare me. I would actually really love to just do, uh, you know, a couple of weekly trips a year to somewhere closer. You get crystal clear on what you're doing and why you're doing it so that you are living intentionally for your life that feels really good to you, not to what everyone else is doing around you. Now, point two, how we're going to avoid falling to this repetitive pattern of waiting for motivation to get things done. It's going to be so obvious and it's so essential. Number two is take action. There is no secret sauce. There is no magic motivation. Some people aren't just more motivated than others. There isn't something that you're missing. The only special something that you may be missing is your lack of action. So bring it back to my example of my business. If I want to continue to build this business, I need to take messy action. Recognize what is and isn't working, adapt the plan, and move forward. So over the holidays, I'm going to be honest with you, my friend. I was feeling in my head. I was feeling really stuck. I I really didn't know what to do next. That's unusual for me. I always have a plan for what's coming next, what project I'm launching next, what my next goal is. So for me to feel really like I had a moment during the holidays where I am dead stuck. And then when I woke up from that nap today, I recognized it's because I was relying on motivation. I was relying on the perfect conditions to get after it. As soon as I took some time to think about it, to get out of my own head and get out of my own way, boom, podcast popped into my head immediately. I sat down and I started doing, I started taking action. So how can you apply that to you? Get clear on what you want, why you want it, and then take messy action. If there's anyone trying to sell you something else, tell you that there's a magical secret way to do it, it's a lie. You've got to put the effort in. You've got to be disciplined to be in it for the long run. And we are talking about the bare basics of life, your health, your well-being, the life that you're creating, the way that you're paying your bills, the adventures that you're taking, the experiences, the goals, and the dreams that you're achieving. They require these two very simple steps. Please, my friend, remember this. As you go into 2024, there's going to be so much on the internet of new year, new you, be your best self this year, take this 30 day challenge and become a totally different person. That's bullshit, my friend. Please do not fall for it. But it's also finding the balance of not becoming complacent, 
Because I do find it swinging a little far the other way too. Where it's like, no, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to take any action. Manifestation will just bring it to you. And listen, the universe and I are buds. I'm all about manifestation. I'm all about co-creating with the universe. But it takes you showing up. You doing the thing. You taking action. You recognizing your why for that life to happen. It's not just going to come on a silver platter for you. So find your balance. So what I'm going to take from this experience, because it's really important to recognize where we're misstepping, where things aren't going as effectively as they could be. It's very, very important to know these things. But like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, when we get into a state of only recognizing where we're messing up, but not knowing the tangible action step moving forward, that's where it kind of gets the worst because we're recognizing it. We're beating ourselves up for not accomplishing it, but we're not giving ourselves a solution forward. So every year, what I do at the end of the year is I write my biggest mistake of the year prior. So for example, my biggest mistake from 2022, I'm reading this right off the paper in front of me, was worrying about looking successful instead of focusing on needle moving tasks and being successful. And then I also made a note for myself, no more planning work days greater than six hours. So for me, those were my biggest mistakes. I felt like I had to sit in my office for hours and prove to myself that I was successful. And it's funny because it wasn't even always when my partner was home or, you know, what people would text me and I would be so persistent and not responding until, you know, 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Well, absolutely, you've got to find your balance of not being interrupted. But I was so focused on the hours being that's what success was when in reality, that's the last thing success is. If I'm spending 12 hours a day working, I'm not working effectively. I need to change. And that kept me on track for 2023. If I had been sitting at my computer for eight hours already that day, I'd recognize, oh, what was I doing today? Why did everything take me such a long time today? Am I not balancing my work well throughout the week? Do I have too many things packed in on Thursdays? I have a heavy client day on Tuesdays. Do I have unrealistic expectations of what else I'm going to get done outside of my clients on those days? It's an opportunity to reflect without judgment. Hey, this hasn't worked in the past. I recognize that it doesn't work in the past. How can I change things moving forward? So there it is, my friend, my aha moment, my biggest mistake of 2023. It's not motivation, it's discipline. And recognizing that it applies to many more areas of my life than just my workout routine. I hope you found value in this, my friend. I hope you have big goals and dreams in 2024 that are relevant to the life that you are looking to build. This isn't about being a multimillionaire if you could care less about this. This isn't about moving out to a farm and buying land and being home, doing homesteading if that's not for you. This is about recognizing exactly what your good life looks like. That might simply be having more time with your kiddos. That might be moving to an exact same position but in a less toxic environment at work. That might be going to therapy with your partner. 
That might be starting a family. That might be getting a divorce. Whatever your good life looks like, I hope your goals are aligned with what you truly desire and not what society tells you you want. Not what society tells you you need. Not what your mom, your sister, your friend says is best for you, but something that is truly aligned with your good life. You know we're going to talk about this the whole way through 2024. We have so many goodies coming your way. I appreciate you hanging out here. I hope you took value in this episode. If you loved it, please go ahead and subscribe. That's the best way for you to not ever miss an episode as well as to help it grow and reach others. I love you so much, my friend. Once again, a very, very happy new year. And we will talk to you on Wednesday. My friend, thanks so much for sticking around. I have something really important to ask you. Are you tired? Tired of putting in the work? You're showing up, you're doing the thing, but the way you're currently living is creating a shell of a human. You're on autopilot and honestly, you're just unsure of when to say enough is enough. Let's look at the simple actions that we can take daily so that at the end of the day, you feel accomplished as opposed to just numb with tasks. In just 15 minutes a day, you can learn to take the actions that are essential in your life. You cut out the fluff that's stealing all your time to make space for the things you love. What if you could still go after your big audacious goals and dreams? but also be able to slow down and get ice cream with your nieces or stop over to see your parents, to be able to sit down and have a chill night with your partner again. It's time to take back control, and we're going to do it in 15 minutes or less. Join the No Fuss Academy today. Learn how to optimize your day-to-day, to stop that constant feeling of rush, and instead find the actions that are filled with passion and purpose. We're making our days more effective, not to add more crap to our to-do list, but instead make space to laugh and create and move and get back to living your good life. Sign up today. You can find more details in the show notes below. I can't wait to see you on the No Fuss Academy.